This is Yep, I Did That with Amanda and Jonna. I'm Jonna. I'm Amanda. And this is Yep, I Did That. The podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I just had the biggest smile on my face because Jonna's saying, which by the way, if you guys don't know this, um, Jonna has an amazing voice. And so that was not representative (laughs) of her actual voice. If you haven't been able to tell already. If you haven't been able to tell, Jonna's singing voice is amazing. (laughs) And you would want to listen to it while you're drinking wine and relaxing because it's soothing AF. Except for the only thing that you could ever find anywhere is an EP that I have with my husband, Aaron. Yes. And it's under the band name Major Love, one word, because someone tried to freaking take Major Love, two words. Another discussion. Rude. Um, Or already did. Yes. Freaking Canadians. Those different Canadians. rules, too, because it's a different country. I've looked into it. Whatever. <laughs> um, it's like synth pop, indie yeah. pop. You can dance the night away. You can to dance the night away. No, it's probably not the best major wine love. sipper, but you can. Hey, if your wine sipping is like yeah. getting yourself pumped up to go out. If you're in the mood uh. to go drive into the sunrise. That's right. <laughs> Actually, that song was playing in my head while, while we were, we're talking. Doing it. Yes. Um, yeah, you can check that out. Yeah, do it. Major Love. Yes. On SoundCloud. And Spotify. Spotify. Everywhere. iTunes. Everywhere. Yep. You can find nice. it anywhere. Buy some Major Love like famous music. <laughs> buy some of Jonna's music. Go buy my music or just go listen to it. Go listen to it and so you can hear her actual voice because that was not representative of how beautiful her if voice is. If you didn't want to listen before, maybe <laughs> this will make you... <laughs> so good i don't know i don't even understand how you don't have a record deal yet i don't either i mean that alone hopefully somebody important's listening right now and yeah. that's my big break uh yes it obviously is <sighs> okay um, we're actually a podcast yes we are a podcast <laughs> that talks not about music industry in except out. for we do talk about the music industry we a do. lot Mainly because we're all around the music industry a lot. Yes, we are. But that's not what we're about. <laughs> we're actually a health and wellness podcast. <gasps> we are. What do we talk about? We talk about all of the crazy trends in health, things you see floating around the internet, Pinterest, Facebook, random hippie friend, the the things you're seeing out there that you maybe want to try, the cure-all to things, diets, all encompassing. We talk about that. <laughs> And why or why not you should do it. Exactly. I try it usually because I am, again, a sucker for a good anecdote. You love it. And Amanda is a registered dietitian, nationally certified. (laughs) She's all sorts of smart with amazing knowledge. And she tells us why or why not that's good for our bodies or it's not good for our bodies. Exactly. I try. I try to bring the science in, you know? She does. In a palatable way. Yeah. And if you don't believe us... Just Google Amanda. (laughs) Yeah, just Google Amanda. See what comes up. (laughs) She could Google me, but nothing fun will come up. (laughs) Zero fun things. But you can Google me if you want. Um, 
And to start off the episode, we decided we want to asterisk our last episode, and we decided we needed like a title for that. Correct? Yes. Like, yeah, we have to call it something. We want to like go back and rewind and correct when we've maybe said something that could be misconstrued. So we decided we're going to call it. Yep. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> it's very um, just says exactly what it is. Yep. Nope, that wasn't even close. <laughs> cool, cool. So it has to do with something I said, and we had a beautiful of listener. Course. Um, just of course, kidding. obviously. <laughs> Maybe it's because I hijack most of the episodes and Jonna doesn't get to talk. So Not it obviously true. had to be Everybody me. knows. You're just smarter. <laughs> Stop. Stop. You're making me blush, Jana. Okay, we're both smart in we're different ways. We're both really smart. Um, but basically, it was something I said last episode in our ketogenic episode about type 1 diabetics. And I, um, a listener, lovingly pointed out that I said absolutely not mm-hmm. if you're type 1 diabetic. And she is a type 1 diabetic and is currently succeeding and using the ketogenic diet. Right. And so um, she wanted to make sure that... I and Jonna that whenever we're talking about it, that we don't make someone feel like they can't do it um, because it is an option. And I just want to clarify why I said absolutely not. Right. Obviously, anyone can do any diet. Um, I am always coming from the perspective of if someone isn't doing it under the guise of a doctor, especially for a type Mm one diabetic or really understand how to use their insulin pump or use their insulin um, and they start doing something, I'm just always very nervous or scared that they would do something and not be aware and go into ketoacidosis and hurt themselves. Right. And so I err on the side of caution. And so I think I said that as a, a fear for me. Right. I'm not wanting to tell someone that they should try it and then they do it without their doctor's knowledge. Um, even though we were saying it pretty consistently that you should not be doing this without a no doctor who or a dietitian, are. no matter who you are. But specifically for type 1 diabetics, I think I made a blanket statement because mm-hmm. the risks are just a little bit higher for them. A lot higher. A lot higher for them. Yes. And so um, I, for a liability part for me, just wanted to make sure that I yeah. erred on the side of caution. And so... Yeah. Rather than me saying absolutely not, period, I should have said absolutely not unless... Your doctor's on board with you. Your doctor's on board. You guys are setting up a plan. You're actively working hard to understand Mm -hmm. how your body works on it, how it's affecting your glucose levels, and thus how it's affecting your insulin needs. Exactly. So, um, yep. Nope. Nope. That's what happened. (laughs) Yeah. So just if you are type one diabetic and this is something that's interesting to you, the, our listener was like super passionate about it, that it's been really great for her. So maybe that is something that would be a good thing to bring up with your doctor, but don't do it on your own. That's super dangerous to try it on your own. Yeah. All right. Now that we got the yep, nope out of the (sighs) way. Now we got the yep, nope gone, which by the way, we really appreciate those comments. Yes. um, any we love feedback. being engaged with. Yeah. Um, so always feel free and know that we will always know that you mean it with love. Because if you're listening to us, you have to like us, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're definitely not going to listen to more than one episode if you, Unless you don't like, like us. us. <laughs> Maybe. So hopefully we know that it's always meant with love versus 
you're so dumb. Right. No, we want to know. We want to know for sure. It is helpful because now we know like we can ask other people that are type one diabetics to mention it to their doctors. Yeah. And see if that's something that they can try. Because under any circumstances, try it without a doctor. No. That's like the bottom line for us. Or a dietitian or and if a doctor isn't willing to try it with you, try to find a functional medicine or an integrative doctor that is willing Someone to try who, it. Someone who's monitoring you. you very closely in the medical yes. field. Yes. Okay. Okay. Now that's out of the way. What's up? Um, not much. I every time before we record, I try to like think of something to talk about like that has nothing to do with the episode we're going to do, just like an update about life. One, tuberculosis update. I have yes. to start antibiotics. Did I tell you guys that last week? I 100% um, am starting antibiotics. No, you said it was like a maybe. Yep. So that's happening. My friend Bri, whose husband's father is a chiropractor, uh-huh. got me like intense probiotics for like Good. if you're on like Lyme's disease antibiotics. Uh-huh. So I'm going to start that. So we'll be documenting that. We'll be documenting it every day. Yeah. And then I just have one update that no one will really care about, but I feel upset about it. So I'm going to update it. Yeah. Tell me. Um, so Dietrich has been wanting waffles a lot lately mm-hmm. and I have this awesome, um, maple syrup that's from a ranch somewhere. It's old though. Like yeah. we're at the end of its life, like barely tiny bit left. And so he had one last night and he asked for one today after lunch as like his treat and I went to pour the maple syrup and I looked at it and it was like cloudy. And so I was like, hmm, maybe it's just cloudy because it's like str- like unpasteurized. I don't even know what that yeah. is when it's just like straight off the tap of a yeah. maple tree. It's just been. <laughs> and so I was like shaking it around, looking at it. And I was like, there's like little chunks. And then I like it took me an unfortunately long amount of time to stare at it to notice that the entire top like quarter inch was mold <gasps> and Aaron had made Dietrich a waffle last night with it so upset about it <laughs> so I put honey on it and then Dietrich kept taking bites and then giving me I'm doing that thing with this necklace again this is the worst necklace it's okay Aaron made it like gall go away last time like so you're fine Christmas tree um, Dietrich kept taking a bite and then coming up to me and giving me two thumbs up with honey on it instead of syrup so that's my only life update. That's hey. about how my whole life is going, where I'm just staring at murky things and being like, is this okay or is this not? Is this okay or is it not? And then realizing that it's freaking fourth inch of mold. Yeah. Okay. Hey, it's okay. That reminds me of a story um, whenever I was, I think, even like the sixth grade. And it was after New Year's. We had sparkling apple cider. And I had had a bottle I don't know what it is, but I can't remember if I just left it in my room or it was in the like refrigerator and then I got it back out and I took a huge swig and then I felt something like rub against (gasps) my lips as I took the swig. It was like a scoby. It was basically a scoby of mold (laughs) on the apple cider and it was the most disgusting and I'm pretty sure I flipped out and started screaming and crying because it was very... Very much not okay for me. Um, But I turned out okay. So, and I mean, some people say I'm smart. So I feel like Dietrich having a little bit of moldy maple syrup. Maybe it's just penicillin, hopefully. I don't know what kind of mold grows on that, but it was gnarly. It's not that, but it's cool. Uh, Yeah. You know? It was upsetting. That's super sad. So sad about it. 
I mean, not sad. I was disgusted. I wasn't crying about it. If everyone was wondering on the scale of sad things in my life, it's like a two out of ten. That's 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 not what is causing a bad week. That's just no. the. It was just norm. a metaphor for my whole life. Like I said, <laughs> yes, she's just always staring through murkiness, being like, "What's happening? Is this acceptable or unacceptable?" Hey, yeah, I um, got real poetic with it. Jonna also decided right before this episode, after um, our beautiful guest, Caitlin, that she thinks she might become a life coach. Seriously. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't you? If, which I truly believe that you are intuitive in a sense of being very (laughs) discerning and being very like passionate about justice and people doing the right thing and doing things in certain ways. And so I think that like you would be someone who, and you're also not afraid to tell people whenever they're effing up. And that's basically what you need as a life coach is someone to like push you. I might be a life coach. If I become a life coach, we'll tell you about it. I'll let you know. Yeah. And then maybe I can get some letters behind my name. (gasps) And it'll be awesome. Yeah. It'll be so good. So (laughs) guys, just watch out for that. Okay. It's going to happen. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Hard maybe. Hard maybes, but it's for sure going to happen at least like in the next five years. Maybe. If she doesn't lose interest. For sure-ish. Okay. <laughs> Tonight, she's doing it. Tonight, I was Googling life coach <laughs> certification. So we'll see. Anything going on in your life? <laughs> uh, yes, I have three things to tell you about. First is... I've already told you this story, but I think it's like one that people need to know about because you then babysat Ellis after I told you this story that Ellis is a monster whenever it comes to food. Like he literally has no bottom. Yeah. And I realized his new low was whenever I went grocery shopping and he was sitting in the cart and the girl like put the groceries back in the cart and he literally reached over, opened the strawberries, which... I was following our clean uh, nice. 15. So you got organic. I got organic strawberries. Good. And um, he reached over, opened it, and just put one in his mouth. And I tried to get it out, and he ate the entire thing. Stem and all. Including the stem. And he was so happy about it. And then yesterday, I threw away the ones that weren't good anymore. And he went into the trash can. And ate it. And ate it. Ate one again. You need like a locking trash can. We've decided that we do. I don't know what you do for that, but you do need that. There's a trash can lock at Target that I can get. Um, I just forget about it until my son is in the trash can and then he has bread or strawberries (laughs) eating it. And I walk into the kitchen and he's just If we're being honest, he actually probably has eaten more mold than Dietrich in his life. There's a solid chance. (laughs) Solid chance. The kid doesn't care. Like... At all. And Kyle, if I haven't thrown something out of the fridge and Kyle sees it, he will just give it to Ellis. He doesn't give a, like, even two second thought. So for sure he's had more mold than Dietrich. And he's still surviving at the moment. He's great. He's so not only good. surviving, he's thriving. He's thriving so hard. Yes. The kid is good. Um, and then do you remember um, last year around this time? There was a show filming on our block. Yes. Called On My Block. They got a second season, so they're back. Are they filming at your house? Yeah. Tonight, they were supposed to be the first night, but Burbank PD um, couldn't, like, they didn't have cops available, and you have to have police whenever you're doing a night shoot. 
to be patrolling and making and sure you know that those everything's Burbank cool. Police officers are they're really busy. So busy. <laughs> they're so busy. Do you know what they're busy doing? They're probably Ticketing busy people. doing parking tickets. Actually, I don't know if they give like I mean, I haven't ever my friend Mary our friend Mary's gotten a parking ticket out in front of our house. But um no, uh no, they're probably busy doing calls from people doing noise complaints. <laughs> probably. That's what we've gotten our house called on a few times. Of we noise did. Complaints. You guys, we got called <laughs> on Amanda's birthday. No, Mary's. Mary's birthday. Yeah. Um, we were playing Cards Against Humanity, and mm-hmm. there was like a bunch of us in the backyard, mm-hmm. but like playing a game. We, we weren't that There was loud. no music. It was literally us talking and laughing. But it was a terrible game. It was a so terrible game. So the things game. that whoever called on us was hearing was probably not the best thing It was ever. a lot of profanity because it was Cards Against Humanity. Exactly. And a police officer came. <laughs> and Two they police were officers like, came. <laughs> You're fine. When yeah. they saw us. And we were like, come on in. But they wouldn't come. No. They were like, we're going to go back to work, guys. Yeah. But thank you for inviting us. Aaron and actually went to the gate with me because I was slightly tipsy. And Kyle was gone. And Kyle was gone. <laughs> and I was pregnant. And I did not know I was pregnant at that moment in time. Yeah. That just went out to the world. Well, yeah. I mean, but. It was like within the first true. four weeks. It was, it like, was in the, like. Right before she pregnancy tested. Yes. So, yeah. And by the way, I didn't have very much. What we learned was... She was actually puking because of pregnancy. I was puking because of pregnancy and that whenever you are pregnant, you become more sensitive to alcohol. So I think it's a defense mechanism for your body to say, stop. To say hey, maybe you shouldn't keep drinking because there's something in you that doesn't need you to, drink need right you to keep drinking. <laughs> um, and we all know that my baby was fine and I didn't continue to drink. Yeah. So, so all those freaking Burbank so people good. that can't handle the noise yes. <laughs> from the like 9 p.m. It wasn't even after 10. No, it wasn't. That's and it was on said. the weekend. That's what they said. They were, it was yeah. like 8 p.m. Yeah. They were like, you're fine. Yeah. They were like, be it's quiet fine. by 10. Yes. They're like, we have to come if someone calls, but this is really not something we want to do right now. Exactly. But that's probably what they're doing. So that being said, watch on my block if you want to see a random yeah. clip of Amanda's house. Of my house. Um, and they won an award, or like the Teen Choice Awards for like best new like comedy. What? Yeah. So I think it's actually it like a, a pretty good show and we get the monies for it. So Exactly. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And they like are doing something else in our house and they were going to use our backyard and everything like additional is like extra money. Extra money. So it's great. Use our house whenever you want. For oh, yeah, as much that's as what want. we always do. And it's like, it's not an inconvenience to us. Our neighbors hate it because it's like, we can't park in front of our house. I was like, sorry, I don't care. You're just <laughs> mad. Your house isn't cute enough for it. Well, our house isn't ever being used outside of like background goes in our backyard right. or like that one night it was like a food truck was in our like backyard. backyard. Yeah. And things like that. But uh, yeah, so the show's back. So I'm excited. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Is that your three? And then I the was third like, that one. Was the third one is that Logan and Kyle are playing a show, and James. James will be there too tomorrow. Tomorrow night, and this episode is releasing at nighttime. Yes, so literally tomorrow. Literally at the tomorrow mint. at the mint, the peppermint club. Peppermint club. There's a mint. There's the mint, and then there's a peppermint club, and it's at the peppermint club. The peppermint club is much more jolly. It seems. Yeah, I feel like I think of like the lollipop guild like we represent yes. the lollipop guild i feel like there should be like a we represent the peppermint club we I mean we can make it happen <laughs> no. 
Okay. Well, come see the show. Come see the show. It's going to be awesome. Um, it's going to be awesome. Uh, Logan Henderson, fantastic. He's yes. amazing. And Kyle will be playing guitar. Exactly. And Jonna and I will be there. Yes. So, come here. Kyle will just be shredding our faces off. Yeah. That's um, right. Okay. So, today's episode is about food dye. Food dye. It's going to be so good. Yeah. I'm curious to see what our listeners think about or what they do as far as how much food dye are you ingesting on a regular basis. Um, we'll see. Maybe I this mean, will help people ask questions or consider the ingredients. Um, candy, popsicles, literally everything has natural uh, natural flavors, natural caramel coloring. That's something we talked yeah. about. Or just food dyes. Yeah. Red number four, yellow number this. Exactly. So. Exactly. We'll um, and I think that most people probably until recently, I know that I'm one of those people that like didn't give it really two thoughts yeah. until now, you know, mm-hmm. where you're like, oh yeah, I should care that there's like just letters and a number rather than like a food. So, exactly. You know, it's good. And I've cared for a while because I'm cared. me. Because you're Jonna. <laughs> And I'm me, who's just like, what? It's fine. It's, it's not. fine. It's not, though. And I'm going to tell you guys a history about the food coloring world. This is world. history with Amanda Perrin. History with Amanda Perrin. Here we go. Um, so, food coloring has obviously been around for a very long time, and it has been around since the ancient times, whenever paprika, turmeric, and saffron was mm-hmm. being used um, also like iron and lead at the time was being used yeah. to color things. And so this has been around for a really long time. It was used in wine. It was used in a ton of different things. Um, and then basically color has always been added because we eat with our eyes. And so everything wants to be visually appealing. And mm-hmm. so even in ancient times, that was still kind of the case where it's like you didn't want to eat something that looked gross. Beige. Or beige. You wanted to eat something that was very colorful. Colorful or... The same as like, um, whenever, do you remember whenever Heinz, I think it was in the nineties made the like green ketchup or the purple ketchup and whatever. And that did not last because we, as people also don't want to eat something that doesn't taste the way it should be. Like the color needs to match how it's supposed to taste. Mm -hmm. And for us, ketchup is red from tomatoes and so a tomato is red so our ketchup should be red and whenever it's something else like that's not computing for our brain so we're not going to think it tastes good Mm -hmm. and so we are visual eaters people and visual eaters um and in 1856 this was whenever the very first synthetic um organic dye was discovered by william henry henry perkin and it was um something called mauve he discovered the synthetic color called mauve and this was actually accidental. Mm-hmm. Um, the FDA is where I got a lot of this history. And then I also got it from a European um, kind of breakdown of the U.S. and then Europe's kind of like history with food dye. And the FDA did not say that it was by accident. But the European website that I found said that it was actually by accident, which so many drugs and so many things mm-hmm. have been found accidentally. He was actually trying to find a drug for anti-malaria, which is, which is quinine. I think that's how you spell it, pronounce it. Um, but it's Q-U-I-N-I-N-E. Uh, quinine. 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 <laughs> uh, but he was working on an anti-malaria medicine, and he actually discovered this 
mauve synthetic food color that he could use to like make other colors. And mauve is a color. Mauve is the color, yeah. Okay. And so it was just they named it mauve. So I think that that's like when they created the name so it's like of purpley, the color. Pinkish, yeah. beigeish color. Yeah, like think grandma pink. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then this started to be used in foods, drugs, and cosmetics. And then shortly after um, mauve, there was a lot of other ones that were being discovered and being used. And at this time, they were originally being processed and um, used from coal. And so they were known as coal tar colors. Mm. So it was all from like the coal processing. Then they found that these things were able to alter the color of other stuff and so it was all based on coal and that was going into their food food drug and cosmetics oh cosmetics Mm -hmm. um and then in 1881 the usda allowed coloring for butter and cheese and in an article i printed out i didn't get to read too much about it but in at this time in the 1800s that's whenever there was a war on margarine Mm -hmm. and because you were able to color butter and cheese and then margarine called oleo margarine was actually being produced and they colored it to make it look just like butter and then they put it in the form of butter and they were for like selling it as butter as butter and so a lot of this stuff that we're going to talk about with food coloring and food dyes is that it was being fraudulently like presented to Mm -hmm. the public And obviously the butter industry did not appreciate this. (laughs) And so there was a war on margarine where they were basically like, this cannot exist. This needs to be labeled correctly because it is not butter. It is not what we are selling. Mm -hmm. It is something completely different. Um, And so that was kind of the first acceptable uses for food coloring. And then the 1900s, the 1900s, (laughs) I can talk. Um, many of the food, drugs, and cosmetics were home to artificial coloring. Some were harmful and some were used to hide defective or bad food. This is whenever we like kind of get into the, like the really bad parts of the food, um, coloring industry. Poisonous materials were found to be used such as lead, arsenic, and mercury. Perfect. Everything you want in your food. Who doesn't want a little mercury poisoning? You arsenic? Know? Yeah, arsenic. Sprinkle a little just, on top. You know, like people don't die from that. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, you don't have to send me an email next week. I know people die from arsenic. Yeah. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think in the cell block tango, isn't that what she uses? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. And, um, uh, why can't I think of it? Dang, the musical. That's about all the women that are on trial. Chicago. Oh, okay. Cell block tango. They do like the, Probably. he fell on my knife. He fell on my knife 10 times. <laughs> uh, she po- One of the girls, use the French one, poisons. No? Probably. I mean, most people, like there's so many stories and like historically, I'm pretty sure there's a big murder like woman that like went around and like did like rat poisoning, which is essentially kind arsenic. of like arsenic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because you can't taste it. Yeah. Hence why people were using arsenic because it didn't affect the taste, but it made the color look very pretty. So you didn't know that it was actually bad or that the thing was going to kill you. Yep. Um, and so in 1906, um, the government decided, hey, that's not cool. We probably shouldn't have poisonous things. Uh, or actually, it really wasn't about the poisonous things. It was more about, hey, um, 
you can't fraudulently sell these things to people if it's not good or if it's not the actual product. Or yeah. So um, that's whenever the Food and Drugs Act was passed of 1906. Congress passed a law that prohibited poisonous or deleterious colors in confectionery and coloring or staining of food to conceal inferior or damaged food. So we'd go. That, yeah. was, that was a big step up. You know? Also, just an FYI, Annie does use arsenic to poison her husband. I mean, it's a very effective man. way to kill someone. Yes. So for sure, I would imagine that one of those women in Chicago for sure did it. Yeah. For all you musical theater All nerds. you musical theater nerds. I had theater to follow nerds. through. You had to. You had to make sure that you knew and that everyone else knew too. Exactly. So the FDA did something good. They did once. something good for once. Um, in 1907, the USDA passed seven colors allowed in food. So there was only seven colors that were allowed to be in our food. Other colors were allowed to be in the drugs or cosmetics at the time, but only seven were allowed to be in our food. Um, In 1927, um, the USDA was no longer going to be governing it. They created the FDA that we know today. It didn't have that name until 1931, I think. But the FDA then became the governing agency over all of this stuff. Okay. Where it was like, hey, this is still a really big deal. Someone needs to be monitoring this because people are not following through. Because at the time, it was like voluntary for you to like be obliging by these seven colors. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, hey, I looked at that. I checked it. We're good. And the government and was I'm like, really into cool. mauve. Yeah, I'm really into mauve. <laughs> I used the color you said I could. This is definitely, definitely the the fruit I said it was. Exactly. This and then, mauve peach. And it was actually <laughs> a moldy orange that they were trying to pass off as it's a mauve, a peach. mauve peach. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, and so in 1931, 15 colors, or 15 straight colors, which I'm not going to get into like what that means because it is confusing to mm-hmm. me, um, were approved to be used in food or in drugs or cosmetics. And these are all coming from synthetic places. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's mainly the coal tar right. colors continuously from at this point. Okay. Um, and so the included six of the seven that are actually in use today, 15... Uh, in, in 1931 and then in 1938 the food drug and cosmetic act was passed and this was because lash dye was being used that was causing women to go blind oh good so they were finally like you know what yeah um maybe we you should care a eyelashes. little bit more maybe you don't need mauve <laughs> eyelashes maybe you don't need a mauve peach you know, um, I literally wrote, yeah, you'd think it'd be time to step in, right? <laughs> FDA. <laughs> Thanks. Exclamation point, question mark. Exclamation point, question mark. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Where I was like, oh, now you think it's time that you should As care? As women were blind. As women are going blind from this lash dye that they're using? Cool. Yeah. Thanks for caring. This is the 30s. This is the 30s. 1938. The that's whenever it's the Food, Drug, and Cosmetic ago. Act was passed. Okay. No. Not at all. Up until that point... There was still probably a ton of poisonous, ton of craziness because it was, I didn't write it down, but it was around like the 20s was whenever it became like law that you had to actually pat, like follow it. I think it was mm-hmm. probably the 1938 Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act that it was actually no longer voluntary. That like you had to like actually show that you 
we're following these laws versus just being like, yeah, I did it. I did it. And all these women are going blind because they were using this lash tie. And all they were trying to do was look good for their husbands because with their mauve eyelashes. With their mauve eyelashes. I like that we always go back to mauve. Like, there's other colors. There's 15 colors that are being used. With their mauve eyelashes. I mean, at least they had eyelashes. At least Somebody they had in this room at one point has not had eyelashes. That is rude and true. <laughs> <laughs> I have them now. They grew back. They grew the back. Or we wouldn't even Jesus. be having this podcast because I couldn't sit in a room with you and look <laughs> would, at you. Jonna never would have become my friend. <laughs> that one night at this ew. bluegrass night, she'd been like, ew, who are you trying to make me Did be you friends see that, with? girl? I'm pretty sure she didn't have eyelashes on one side. How embarrassing <laughs> for her. I can't even get over it. What if I had been one of these poor women that was just trying to look pretty and then I got blinded. Would, would you have be been my friend? friend? Yeah. Because okay. you still have eyelashes. No, what if they burned them off? It also made me go blind. How do you expect that the eyelashes are I think I would be your there? friend if you didn't do it to yourself while I knew you. I think it's the like <laughs> knowing you and being like, how does someone I know in my life think this is even slightly okay? I didn't accidentally tear my eyelashes off while when I knew you. <laughs> no, that's why we're That's friends. why you can't be friends with me. Okay. No, I would just laugh. That's the hard thing i would definitely still be your friend okay, not if you, you were blind i would not laugh but if you today <laughs> ripped your eyelashes off i would laugh if i used a product that made me go blind you would not laugh at me no you would be i like, would i love you but if i leading the charge for a lawsuit for you thank you but if i accidentally ripped used your eyelashes an eyelash off. curler again i would laugh you at would you. laugh at me and yes. say catch me in two months when they grow back cool peace exactly Bye. i just watched I follow this Instagram account called B-I-T-C-H. I'm saying it like oh, yeah. that so I don't get yept over so people yes. can follow it. It's super and funny. It's really funny. It's just like viral videos on the internet. And there was one. I was waking up last week every day at 4 a.m. It was really frustrating. And um, there was one of a mom who put, do you know those really popular, which we should actually talk about on yep, the masks right now that are like, Harden oh, and, and then you become like silicone off. and then you peel them yes. off. She put it over her eyebrows and it's a girl's mom. And it's like this long video of her pulling it off and she's hurting, laughing at her mom who's like, no, it hurts so bad. And at the end of it, her mom just has no eyebrows and the girl's crying, laughing. You can tell like, where did your eyebrows go? That's her life. That I, the reason I say this is because. Amanda would do something like that. I'm not dumb. Well, you're not dumb. No, I was going to say, I'm not dumb enough to put it on my eyebrows. But then I had to stop myself because you know what? I am going to fully own. You know what? Sometimes I am dumb enough to do that. But it's and not about being dumb. It is actually about not thinking. <laughs> Yeah. I don't think anybody it's is not that you're dumb, dumb enough to do it. It's that like you know what my cousin uh, he if he listens to this podcast he will probably text me that like one day I said yeah I was just being stupid he's like do not say that about yourself and Zach got we very are smart, mad at me yes capable boss ladies exactly and so Who are you no man all you people out there with no eyebrows because you did this too you are too do not let your <laughs> eyebrows define you. That is true. <laughs> okay. Let's continue. And you're smart. You kind. 
Uh, what is that from? <laughs> I don't know. The Help. The Help. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, I watched that movie one time and my mom was in the hospital when I watched oh. it. She's fine, everyone, yeah. just so you know. But I cried so yes. hard, like notebook style. I ugly cried and my mom wasn't in the hospital. So, yeah. Um, okay, so then jump to the 1950s. Kids at this time got super sick from popcorn um, because they were they, putting yellow food dye. Um, no, it wasn't the yellow food dye at this time. It was that it was something poisonous was on there. I can't remember what it was, but it was basically, I didn't write it down because I got distracted, I think. Um, but they got super sick. And so at this point, this is whenever they were like, enough of this. Like so many kids got sick and I think actually passed away that they went in and they totally gutted those 15 colors and they were like this is not safe anymore yeah we cannot have this and so now there's only seven that are allowed to be in use still today and so it was from the 1950s whenever they got super sick right they were like hey this is not cool um and so pause in the american history of food dyes and we're gonna take a little venture over to europe yes so at this time um, Europe kind of was going through similar things all at the time, but this actually, their like war against food dyes actually started much earlier than we did, obviously, because everything starts way earlier in Europe versus right. here. And in an article I was reading that in 1396, there was a French act against coloring butter. So they were already on the train in 1396. And in ours, that was 1906 that people were like, hey, that's a long no, difference. Don't do that. That was or the 1800s whenever it was like the war against right. the margarine. Um, 1574 French law said that it was illegal to add color to pastries, and so you needed to like just let it be, which is always also like a very French attitude where it's like, Mm-mm. just let it be, just let it be, don't change it, just let, let it, it be. be. Such a good song. And then then 1531 German law provided. This is hilarious that burning of anyone who used saffron as a color additive. Huh. That you were able to burn someone if you found out that they used saffron, which is natural. Yep. Maybe they were just like incredibly frugal they and they were like, they were witches. how dare you use that expensive, expensive herb to color that. Witch. Witch. <laughs> like That's for sure what it was. The witch. It was a witch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is... Um, at this time in the early 1850s was whenever this man wrote a um, quote about the like food at this time. And it was basically from morning to night, the Englishman is the subject of perpetual fraud. He drink chicory and beans in his coffee, water in his milk, alum in his bread, disgusting parasites, flour and gypsum in his sugar, meal in his mustard, turmeric in his ginger, sulfuric acid in his vinegar, lead in his cayenne, and copper in his pickles. What? And so it was basically at that time, it was like there was no governing being. That's freaking us, and we have and governing beings. And it's exactly beings. where that's we where are. we're at right I now. I know, that's why I was like, you're going to love this quote. That it's is. like how it feels, where it's like... We def have to post that on Instagram. Yes, where it's like <laughs> food coloring or food dyes, natural or synthetic, Like because even the saffron, that's a food coloring, and it's saying... I have turmeric in my ginger. Why do I need to have that? Like I'm being lied to at right. every step of the way. Like what? You could just have ginger. This? Yeah, just have ginger and let it be a bland be. white color, you know, versus letting it, making it this like 
yellow, more appealing color or like the copper in the pickles is actually something in this other article. That was a huge thing that pe- they were using copper to make pickles and like so adding weird. it for a coloring to make it more green or make it whatever. Right. And so it's just like crazy. That's where we're at right now. That's where we're at now. And that was in the 1850s. Sad. Right? Sad. Um, and then in Jump Way Ahead from 1950s, which that was like whenever a lot of stuff changed. They cut back a lot. They realized it was making kids sick. A lot of people kind of changed the way they were doing things. Obviously, synthetic dyes still existed. Right. But it wasn't natural flavorings were still around, but there wasn't as many crazy things happening like being poisonous, no more arsenic, no more lead, that sort of thing. So everyone thought everything was hunky-dory. And then in 2008, um, the Center for Science in the Public Interest um, released something called Food Dyes, a Rainbow of Risks. And this was basically to release to the FDA. And it was listing out the color of the rainbow of food dyes. And so the seven that are allowed, blue one, blue two, citrus red two, green three, orange B, red three, red 40, yellow five, yellow six. Okay. Those are the ones that are allowed to be used in our food and basically did a complete rundown of what they're doing potentially to mm-hmm. our kids, to our bodies, and our health, health everything. everything. And so... That's kind of where we are. I'm not going to go too much into it right now because we're going to go to Jonna. Yeah. Well, I just, and first off, I had it. a thought. We yes. say eat the rainbow a lot. We mean actual real rainbow. Yes, we eat, mean the real fruit foods. Yeah, not this. And then, do you know, do you guys, do you guys, because <laughs> I'm going to hear so much feedback directly from our listeners. Do you remember the reading rainbow? Oh my gosh, yes. This is the risky rainbow. The risky rainbow. It's the risky rainbow. Food dies, the risky rainbow. You know, rainbows are associated with so many good things. So like this floods. is even though bad. Like, <laughs> you know, like floods, God's promise to the world. You know? It is. <laughs> it is. It's true. And also um, vegetables. Vegetables. But then I was also going to say that NBC, like the more you know, da, 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 it was always yeah. like a rainbow behind the star that like yeah. shooting across and then the reading bum, rainbow. Bum, bum. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> well, that's the NBC. Um, <laughs> that's the rings. <laughs> no, it was like da, 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 da. Yeah. And yeah. I went, good job. Yeah. Thank you. And then it was blah, blah. And Amanda now has an EP out. <laughs> and now, kidding. guys, I'm actually the singer here. Jonna is a dietitian. It's fine. Dun, dun, dun. Um, <laughs> no, so everything is associated bah. with rainbows. That's her TB warning. Is there is there something happening? No. You're so good at Risky that. Risky rainbow. I bah. didn't even know. <laughs> That's just going to be our sound that you guys will always know that we're talking Alert. about something bad. Not our good eat the rainbow. Ah. Exactly. It's the bat one. The risky rainbow. We're talking about the risky rainbow. Bah! <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. So we're passing the baton. Passing now that we to have you. a little bit of framework. Yeah. Food dies in America. Isn't it crazy? Europe, life. I mean, and I didn't even touch on all of the craziness that it was. Like, there was so much happening of fraudulent poison. Just, I don't know how, like, I wish my grandmother was alive so that I could talk to her. To be yeah. like, how did you survive? How she was born in 1921. Survive? Like, how did you survive? Yeah. Amanda and I talked earlier. Like, yeah. how are we still functioning humans right, right now with all the food dye we consumed as children? Because everything, like, I think back to Otter Pops, those Kool-Aid squeezers. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? The, like, squeezy drink Kool-Aids with the Kool-Aid man faces on oh, them? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, like, I do remember that. 
popsicles every yes. summer. I mean, I'm an Arizona kid, so every summer was flavor ice was my jam. popsicles. Yes, when I mean, I love shaved ice, and that's mm. just straight red dye forty. Okay. I was a lime person, so mine would have been like green three. All right. Well, so I'm sorry um, you're so elite that you were the green three. Yeah, I did lime, or sometimes I did pickle, and they used real pickle juice. I'm a sophisticated human being. I only I do green three. Really? Oh, side note, <laughs> I did a what Ellis eats today. I haven't posted it yet, but I gave him truffle mac and cheese, he and he just it. like was like, oh. yes. <laughs> Who knows what the truffle was? But it was probably delicious. who knows. It was from lemonade. I hope it was oh, like legit, but. Yeah. Real good. Okay, so we're going to talk about when I yes. first decided food dyes were a no-go in my life, which actually was a long time ago. Yes. So we cut food dyes out of our home. Uh, it might have been gone before we got even married. So it's been at least eight or nine years Yeah. that I haven't been... I've been trying to not consume food dyes. Yeah. I will say I have had a few Starbucks pumpkin spice lattes in the meantime. <laughs> Not this year and not last year, but in the past I have, and those are very orange. So yes. there's definitely food dye in those. Yes. Um, so They're definitely not using turmeric. No. <laughs> it's hard no. They're for sure using something scary like lead. Like Sorry, lead. Starbucks. Probably not that. They're but using yellow six or citrus red too. They're probably using both together. Yes. Um. So the reason I started even knowing anything about food dyes, which I feel like now it might be a little more common knowledge, but not really. I don't the, think it's as big outside of right. Don't do it. Right. And the reason I started knowing anything about it or why we should avoid is for behavioral reasons. Mm -hmm. I was a nanny prior to getting married and having children. One of the children that I worked with had sensory processing disorder, which I am thoroughly convinced one day, maybe we'll talk about this for who knows what reason that almost all of us have sensory processing disorder to a degree uh -huh. of some sort. Now, take that for what it is. Please don't think that I'm saying that as a professional in any sort of the way. But I do think all of us have things that can fall into the sensory realm. Um, I think we for sure do. I mean, I hate the way certain things feel. Like, do you remember the like one of the first few episodes we recorded? We were sitting on the futon in our studio, and I she can't touch the futon. Can't touch it. I hate it. I hate the feeling of it so much. Also, side note: Penny is like so amped on life right now, and she's so sad because she's wearing a t-shirt and she got spayed. But she is like loving her life in the studio right now. So when I was nannying. We were told to start, or maybe even not told, my boss, so maybe she was researching this on her own, was saying, like, we need to cut all red food dye out of this kid's diet because she noticed that he was reacting differently based mm -hmm. on the food dye. So we cut out the dye in his diet, and I started researching why. Yeah. And red dye, number 40 in particular, was um, the one that we were looking for, mm -hmm. for ADD, ADHD symptoms, or it like triggering that or making it worse, worsening mm -hmm. it, um, which we will get into as Amanda tells us a little bit of the, the risky rainbow. But that started me on that kick. And at the time, I have a friend now who is fascinating you would all love to hear from him his wife um is one of my best friends um he is a nutritionist i think mm -hmm. is it 
it's not nutritionist though. He's he works in DC as a geological nutritionist. Geological nutritionist. You've told me about him. Yes, mm-hmm. it's fascinating. And even prior to him studying that, he was really, really, really intense about what food we put in our bodies. Mm-hmm. And um, so at the time, I'm thinking 2011. They got married. 2000. We got married in 2011. So they got married in 2012. I threw her a wedding shower and she's super adorable, really into teas, like very kitschy, reedy girl. Um, I made her macaroons and I naturally food dyed them because <gasps> I was trying to keep not natural or n- synthetic food dyes out yeah. of the entire shower. So the only place we had synthetic food dyes was on sprinkles. I mean, how? <laughs> and they were only to decorate the rim of cups like a margarita, but I made oh, white Russians yes. in it. <gasps> Side note hilarious story about white Russians real <laughs> fast. Um, we need to know it. So my friend Jada, she yes. is, I really hope one day she comes to LA so we can like interview her. She Jada is, Bobeda, Jada Bobeda. Um, she is a PhD dietitian. She works at TCU. She's freaking smart, amazing, whatever. She is the most amazing human in the fact that she just does whatever her heart desires at any moment in time. And one night before we were friends, we were out at a bar in Lubbock, Texas, and I saw her, and she was drinking like a white Russian, and I was like, hey, girl. Which is a really random drink, I feel It's so random. It is delicious, but it is a very random drink. And so I talked to her that night, and we weren't friends yet, and I was just like, hey, because we had class together, and I was like, Hey, it's good to see you. And she, I was like, what are you drinking? And she's like, white Russians. And I was like, awesome. She's like, yeah, my grandfather used to drink them. And like, I just drink them because he drinks them. And, and it's like, like a milkshake. And she's like, and it's delicious. I was like, yeah. that's awesome. And then she told someone else that story. And I asked her about it. And she's like, oh, my dad, my grandpa doesn't drink white Russians. I what? just decided to tell people that. She lied about it. I was like, this is a glitch in the matrix. Did I tell you about that? No. I spent all week last week. There's this stupid Reddit. Kyle knows. Kyle, Kyle for, sure, for knows. sure knows. This Reddit that got like featured in some weird thing I follow on Facebook. But there's like this full Reddit. Guys, this is the episode of Tangents. I but, love it. Um, about glitches in the matrix where people will have like, and it can be a seizure, so FYI, if you've yes. had a glitch in the matrix, get checked out. But they lose, like, com- like hours of time, or they will be, like, repeating the same thing and know they're doing it. So, like, oh, we've been walking to the same place, and we've passed the same building five ah. times, and my life just keeps restarting. And, like, what's crazy, either they're all amazing sci-fi writers that uh-huh. are writing on this Reddit, or a lot of times it's, like, a couple experiencing the same thing interesting crazy google glitch in the matrix but for a second i thought jada had a glitch in the matrix i was like i never said that but she had told multiple people and jada didn't know she did it it was other jada it was a glitch (laughs) in the matrix but no she was just lying lying. it wasn't that Um, cool that's what i love about jada is that she would probably be like oh my god yeah not i did have a glitch in the matrix i did uh no now (laughs) she owns it where she's always like yeah oh no I don't know why. It was just a moment in time where someone asked me and I was just like, yeah, my grandpa drinks them. I almost just got political about glitches in the Matrix, her. but I decided to hold it in because hold I don't want to be. Hold it in, John. This I'm is a fun, it in. I'm going politic- <laughs> to be political as soon as this episode ends. Too you can do it at the end. Yes. Um, this is a very lighthearted episode about hypersensitivity issues and uh, 
cancer. So, I mean, I don't understand why you would want to bring politics into exactly. it at well, all. Well, I mean, it just seems like a lot of people in politics have glitches in the matrix on a regular basis. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> White Russians. White Russians. So I used avocado to dye macarons green and raspberries to dry them, dye them pink. And I love so it. Pink and green macaroons that turned out great yeah so because think about it if you hadn't it they probably would have been lime green and hot pink and nothing exists like that exactly and so it was probably a muted mauve <laughs> yeah i mean they were really pretty they looked like, like natural a foresty sage green yeah it was very light so back then even i was trying to keep dye out of the shower mm. mainly because of the the audience but yes. also because I was like, oh, this is something I should care about. Which is huge because at that time I was a dietitian student. And they weren't talking about it at all. No. Yeah. Not even close. They probably are now. I mean, it's also depending upon your nutrition program. Mine was very like uh, clinical focused. Right. So why would you be focusing on that outside of, hey, don't give a patient in the hospital red jello. Right. Because you can't decipher that from blood. Exactly. That's the only thing I've ever like had something told to me about a coloring of something. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. So even then, nine years ago, no, that would be six years ago now, 2012. Yeah. I was starting to not use food dye. And Dietrich has not had food dye maybe like once or twice in his life. Has he mm -hmm. had food dye where it'd be like he's at a birthday party and he had a cupcake. And I was telling Amanda, I don't know if this is placebo effect or if it's real, but Aaron and I swear that he is a crazy child comparatively to like a regular sugar mm -hmm. cupcake without food dye when he has food dye so we don't let him have suckers popsicles like any of that that has like at halloween you throw his candy away at halloween i throw his candy away or his nerd rope that he was just like so excited i let about. him have the i think i he lost it his he nerd lost rope, it this and i felt bad year. about it mm -hmm. and then i bought him another nerd rope at christmas so he had to wait two months and he did have food dye then i think it's okay to have it like that in that small like once a year amount yes yes but it's the same as like being our 80 20 but in this sense it's like once a year that's okay right ultimately we would hope that after this conversation that we're going to have and we're going to talk about the studies and then like what we can do as people, because from the beginning, this history has been companies not being honest with us yeah. and then government taking its time to kind of step in. Mm -hmm. And then just a spoiler, that risky rainbow or rainbow of risks the FDA hasn't changed anything right. since that has been released, right. and that was in 2008. So it's all about petitioning, and if this is something that you're passionate about and you feel is worth the fight, which it, it is, it is. Um, we should be fighting for ourselves and our kids and regulations and more effort. And something that I feel like Diedrich still has had, like a treaty childhood. Like, yeah. I haven't cut sugar out of our household. No. He still had fun. But there are just things that there are so many options to us now of treats or mm -hmm. even candy. It's more expensive, but yeah. that is naturally dyed. Like your so, Trader Joe's exactly. strawberry licorice. Even Trader Joe's has, like, lollipops, I think, that are yeah. naturally dyed. Yeah. So there's all sorts of stuff, all sorts of options. It's just being aware have you tried that. the popsicle or the not popsicles 
the um, suckers at our pediatrician? No. I'm going back on Tuesday, though. <laughs> I have an appointment so, on Tuesday. Really? Yeah. He's go- he turns, Ellis turns a year and a half tomorrow. So he has a doctor's appointment. Our appointment is at 140. Month. I'll look and see when ours is. We can go together. <laughs> um, no, those suckers are amazing. They're organic, non-GMO, like beautiful, naturally colored, flavored suckers. And the mango one. Amazing. Uh, Ellis has never had one. <laughs> she eats Ellis's suckers. <laughs> um, so that being said, I have cut food dye out completely. I have used other things multiple times to dye naturally. And I am happy that I did that. Yeah. And let's talk about why, like, let's dig a little bit deeper into the risky rainbow and why if you even Google one of the colors that you might, you probably are putting, I'm thinking like Doritos, like all of these things you're not even thinking about when you're just eating like a chip. Yes. You're putting this into your body. Yes. Which just as a side note, so that if you love Doritos... There is a beautiful option for you to have. Is that Trader Joe's? No, you have to get it at Whole Foods um, called Siete, uh-huh. which if anyone is in like the food or health realm, they've already like, uh, yeah, heard about that. Love it. Um, so it's a grain free trip trip. It's a grain free trip. It's a grain free trip on the chip. Yep. <laughs> it's a grain free chip. Um, that's awesome. So they have like the normal, just tortilla chips, avocado oil is what they bake them in or fry them in. And then there's slightly salted, but then they have nacho Mm. and then they have ranch and then they have a spicy one and all of them are flavored with nutritional yeast and then jalapeno flour or jalapeno powder and cayenne pepper and like all, everything is like whole foods. Nice. real food items, not even like, hey, natural flavoring, flavorings Flaming. or natural like caramel. Just FYI, I taught four pure bar classes this morning and, <laughs> and then talked the entire time I was home and now I'm at the podcast doing it. And so my voice and my <laughs> mind is just shot. So the fact that I'm slurring, I'm sorry, um, or stumbling natural over my flaving. words, natural flaving. Mm-hmm. No, and so it's it's a great option so that if you are a Dorito person, this is a great alternative. Cool. Are you looking it up? It's I am a family it up like right now. Yeah, and the nacho one is my absolute favorite. Ooh, Look up the ingredients. Right it's amazing. So I am not an expert in this field. Um Jonna actually was more passionate and knowledgeable about wanting to change and have has been actively like cutting this out of her life for a very long time. And for me, I naturally kind of did that based on like how I eat and like my goals for Ellis and like for myself, Kyle is a completely different story, which we will Mm. talk about. But, and so I don't do a ton of like synthetic food dyes anyways. It wasn't for any particular reason. And so this episode for me was really me educating myself as to why I should care about it, first of all, and then what science is saying about it. So I'm not an expert. I don't know all the studies in and out. So we're just kind of going to hit on like just a synopsis and then we're just going to talk about stuff. Yeah. And I encourage anyone that if they want to know more details about specifics, they should look up the Rainbow of Risks. It's a free 
PDF of the entire thing. It's 68 pages of every single dye, all the studies that are out there, what it causes, what it cannot, like what's it associated with. I'm going to give you the highlights of it, why we should care, what we should be doing, and where we should go. Because it's scary. This is basically looking at carcinogenic contaminants and then hypersensitivity. So the hypersensitivity is mainly in children and showing anything that could be causing them to be ADD, ADHD. Some kids are more sensitive. And so for the blue one, there were no allergic reactions. Studies found in 2008 Uh, No carcinogenic contaminants in mice. They found that there was not enough studies, but there was one study that was not published, but they found kidney tumors and then no tumors in the only good study that was done in a rat. Um, And then there was a test tube study found that inhibition of nerve cell development and so it's actually could potentially be inhibiting our nerves and what like how it's like functioning and firing and all that jazz. Um, Blue 2, there was nothing for allergic reactions, no carcinogenic contaminants. Um, In my study, both studies that were good were too brief and did not include an in utero exposure. Um, Dosage was likely too low in rats, and possible brain and bladder tumors were found in the rats. For Blue 2. For Blue 2. Citrus red too used only on peels of some oranges and in two parts per million. So very, very, very small, but it's just to make the oranges look more orange, more orange. Um, nothing for allergic contaminants um, or allergic reactions, nothing for carcinogenic contaminants. But in mice, they found bladder and other tumors and then in rats, bladder tumors. Green three. Nothing for allergic reactions, nothing for carcinogenic contaminants. For mice, the only study did not include in utero exposure. And then in rats, possible bladder and other tumors. Orange B, no longer used in the 1978 FDA proposed but never finalized a ban. So in 1978, this was actually proposed, hey, we shouldn't use this anymore. But we're still but using there was, it. They were still using it. There was never an official Which ban one is on it. Orange B. Okay. Um, no allergic reactions, no carcinogenic contaminants, but there were only two studies done in mice, and it did not include in, ut- in utero exposure, so we don't know what it would actually do, but in rats, it was very toxic. Red 3, FDA has banned this in cosmetics and externally applied drugs and lakes. Um, so lakes means that that's what they pull to make colors. Okay. So this is, red 3 is straight color and then they would pull that into other lakes to be used for to other use colors to make it in, like purple mm-hmm. okay um the only study did not include in utero exposure in mice there wasn't any allergic or carcinogenic contaminants um but in rats they found thyroid tumors um and so what that means is that it's banned from cosmetics and then external externally applied drugs so it's basically anything that would be a cream or things like that that are colored right. would be using this potential like red three red 40. This is the one you have been talking about. Mm-hmm. There are allergic reactions to it. There are carcinogenic contaminants. Um, P crescidin is what's found in it. That can be carcinogenic in mice, possible reticula, retica, <laughs> reticula, Reticulaneodithelial tumors of the immune system. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. 
and then no tumors in the only good study that was done in rats. And there's actually nothing for hypersensitivity that has been studied for red 40. But yellow 5 is yes to allergic reactions, yes to carcinogenic contaminants, benzidine, 4-amino, biphenyl. And then in the mice study, only one mouse study was done, and it was too brief, but used too few mice and began with six-week-old mice, which means that it wasn't a good enough study to actually determine what it could be doing. And then in rats, it found no tumors in the only good study, but in six of the 11 studies showed genotoxicity and hyperactivity in children. So yellow five is actually the one that studies have continually found to show hypersensitivity and hyperactivity in children. Um, So not the red 40, but yellow five, according to the Mm -hmm. rainbow of risks. You can say whatever you want. Well, I was just thinking, I was looking up that red 40, that Mm -hmm. reticular tumor, and that would be like lymphatic cancers. Mm. That is crazy. And it's in everything. Yeah, it's red forties and so, so much. Many things. It's in like sodas, everything. Think about your big red. Or think about everything. Which like, by the it's way, probably in like Dr. Pepper. Like it should look. But um, like those kind of sodas. One of the things I was reading was that in America, so say take like a strawberry uh, milkshake right. at McDonald's. In Europe, they're using Strawberries. Actual strawberries, or they're using a natural food coloring for it. Here, we're using Red 40. Right. Um, other places, like, same thing, where it's, like, in Europe, they're using a natural food color. In the same business, same product, we're using a synthetic version of it mm-hmm. in the United States. This says, um, like, Campbell's, or, like, the V8 juices are oh, Red uh-huh. 40. Um, High C, Minute Maid Orange Soda, Dr. Pepper, 7-Up. Um, Schweppes, grape juices, Sunkissed, Gatorade, Hawaiian Punch. I mean, Gatorade um, for sure. If you yeah. don't know that that's red for 40. sure. Country Time, Pink Lemonade, Crystal Light, mm-hmm. Kool Aids, Tang, Berry Panic, and Fruit Frenzy. Oh, that's what it was. It was Fanta. Fanta in Europe uses natural food colorings for all of their sodas. And here. then Fanta here, we use synthetic colors. So Lipton, Brisk, Iced Tea, Red 40. That's your, that's your least favorite. Yeah, for all the pesticides. Yeah, pesticides. Ocean spray, ruby red, the grapefruit. Mm-hmm. Pepsi um, has like Fruitworks, Mountain Dew, Code Red, obviously. Yeah. Pepsi Blue, Tropicana Twister. Um, Big Red is a gum, huh? It is. Code Red is the drink. Yep. <laughs> Clearly, she's just consuming a ton of it. <laughs> yeah, Code Red is the picture <gasps> on the Red 40. That's <laughs> really funny. But it is crazy. Uh, so yellow five. Yellow five is actually the one that has six out of 11 studies showed genotoxicity and hyperactivity in children. It also talks about on here. Sorry, I'm I'm Googling as she's saying this, yeah. guys. It says the truth about yellow five or yellow dye number five. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first thing that comes up is like sperm health. Interesting. Crazy, right? I mean, genotoxicity, so that's affecting your genome. And it, I mean, yeah. all the other things that was that it, there wasn't good enough studies to look for cancer. So you don't know what's happening, but it's obviously affecting you. Tartrazine laid waste to a men's sperm count. Interesting. T A R T R A Z I N E. Tartrazine. Yep. <laughs> Whatever that is, it's in like marshmallows, pickles. This is yellow five. Yellow five. 
Mountain Dew, obviously. Obviously. But that's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of bad stuff. It's a lot of Sorry. bad stuff. You're good. So you're at yellow five. Yellow six. Um, yes to allergic reactions, which, by the way, red 40 and yellow five also had allergic reactions. So that mm-hmm. means that, like, even if your kids aren't reacting to the hypersensitivity, it could be causing your your kid's Gut. immune system yeah. to be thinking that it's something bad. So it's, it's causing it. it to have some sort of, yes, reaction to it. Um, the same carcinogenic contaminants, benzidine for aminobiphenol, which was the same as yellow five. Um, and then the same for the mice study. Neither study included in utero exposure. So we don't actually know what's mm-hmm. like happening. And then the same for a rat, possible adrenal and testicular tumors. Crazy. So obviously the yellow six is also affecting men, the men and mm-hmm. affecting testicular health which would then affect sperm for sure, obviously, for sure. Um, There's nothing for hypersensitivity on yellow six. And those are the seven that are currently in use. It's crazy. And if you look at the food you're eating, a ridiculous amount of them have one, two, three of these colors. Isn't it? Like, so John and I already kind of talked about it just as like us talking, but I mean... And we hit on it in our childhood, but I'm baffled that we're still alive, that we're not that we're still alive. That like, I don't have any attention issues. Yeah. Mainly because if you think about it, like fruit by the foot was my jam. Yes. Or those gigantic gum packs. What are they? The, the, um, bubble tape. Yes. Bubble tape. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, Warheads were my jam. Yeah. Warheads, so good. Um, And then the paint bubble gum. Do you remember that? Like, I had the paint can that was like, (laughs) it was a paint can, but it was bubble gum. And so it was all different flavors and it painted your mouth like all the different colors. No, that's super funny. I loved it. I'm sure. And so, I mean, but this also shows you that like not everyone is sensitive to it. Um, because we became, we came out unscathed. Right. And the 90s was very intense so far. Um, I will say, I think that as kids, we're more sensitive because our immune systems aren't as strong. Exactly. I mean, I always think about fertility. Oh, for sure. So many people are struggling with fertility right now comparatively to the past. It could be. I mean. Who knows? I mean, there's a lot of things going on in our food industry that could be affecting fertility. But, I mean, what's to say it's not this? Right. it could it's be. been around though since our parents' fifties, yeah. And so you would have to look at statistically the numbers mm-hmm. from the fifties to now for infertility. But who knows? The numbers could be the same. No one really talked about it though. Like, right. how many people do you know? Like, I have no idea if my grandmother ever ever miscarried or ever had any issues like getting pregnant with. My dad or my uncle, she was in her 30s whenever she had my dad and my uncle. And so it was like, I don't know, because those aren't questions you ask. So it could be potentially the same. Who knows? I mean, there's so many health things that you're like, yeah, what did we do to our bodies? Yes. I mean, for um, Kyle, this is where I'll kind of come back. So, um He loves candy. He loves candy with his whole heart. They have a candy Um, jar. 
I mean, that was more me. I like it. <laughs> um, but I choose like <laughs> I choose naturally flavored lemon heads yeah. is usually what's in there. There were Starbucks Starburst for a while. Um, mm-hmm. But then I did the Trader Joe's naturally flavored jelly beans, which you. are very they expensive. Are so good, though. But they're so good. Um, so I actually choose good things for my candy jar. I just cheers to my microphone. <laughs> you cheers the mic. You're like, hey, you're doing a really good job, microphone. Um, and, but Kyle, and so Kyle is one of the ones that has had um, a ton of sensory things and then had, was diagnosed with ADHD whenever he was 18. And then um, he was on medicine for a really long time. He did not like it. He stopped taking his medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's always had like a handshake. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he, it takes him a lot to focus. He's always drumming with his hands. He's always patting his foot. Like he shakes our entire couch all the time. Yeah. Which I th- also think is a musician thing. Yeah. Not I was like, Aaron like, does that. For yeah. I was like the shaking thing. the eye. The first fight we ever had was about that. Every time Kyle shakes the couch, I don't know. Okay, this might be a lot for listeners, but it makes my vagina feel weird. (laughs) I hate it. I hate it with my whole heart. If he shakes our bed or if he shakes the couch, it makes my vagina feel weird. And I don't like it. And not in a good way. It's not weird weird in a good way. No, it's not weird in a good way. Like, oh, baby, yes, let's go. It's a stop. It's making me feel weird. I don't (laughs) like this. After reading about this, and obviously I've always known that Kyle's diet is affecting his mood and affecting things like that. Mental health. Mental health, everything. And I've tried my hardest um, to try to get through that, like, there needs to be some changes. But I think after tonight, like, just reading a little bit about it and, like, it's true. Like, it's not just, like, so this may spark some whatever but like for vaccines it's not that like someone just said something Mm -hmm. and i think in my head food dye has always been just kind of like someone just said something like that could be causing adhd like let's not do it versus like this is linked yeah like vaccines cause autism there's not a link right we don't know what causes autism it freaking sucks right But but yellow five could and like right. yellow, yellow five could be exasperating anyone who is potentially like on the risk of being on the spectrum. Yeah. You know, like if you're sensitive to it and you have a ton of yellow five, that could be causing you it to have so sensory many issues. Mm-hmm. And so for Kyle, it's like makes me reevaluate everything. Like our dating relationship consisted of him eating sweetheart minis by the bag full. They are very good. They're very delicious. And they're very full of red dye, yeah. blue dye, yellow, yellow dye. dye, all of the above. Mm-hmm. And so um, unless they change their recipe lately. Probably but not. I don't there think so. There are options, though. There, there are, are great options great if you like candies. candy. And actually, Target or Whole Foods, but Target yeah. is a way more accessible place. Yes. Potentially Walmart. I mean, like... It's so major chains do carry this like health food candy, which is not good for you, but still doesn't have the dyes in it. Um, So it's it is accessible. If you're thinking about you just want some candy and you're Mm -hmm. not wanting dye, that's a great option. If you're thinking about overall health for like hormones or for sugar or for all those things, that's completely different. Like you're thinking 80, 20 at that point. But 
if you're just thinking dyes, like that's a great option yep. to have. Um, I now understand why people give out raisins at Halloween. Halloween. I mean, I think back, I had so much food dye growing up. Like the popular thing to do when I was in high school was there was a liquor store like two blocks away from our high school. Of course there was. And the liquor store gave out like sodas too. Uh-huh. So you could go to the liquor store and get this gigantic like big slurp size soda for a dollar. Yeah. It was so cheap. And we would always go like the after school tradition. All the kids would go and then we'd like gossip and hang out and flirt with each other and get fruity doos. Fruity doos. I don't yes. even know what that is. Which is like a red Mountain Dew mixed with Sprite mixed with maybe one more thing. Um, but it was like a fully just like red drink. It was basically yeah. you're just drinking red dye number 40. Yeah. And probably four other dyes. All the time. Like. Like I said, like that's what you did after school. Yeah. That or uh, QT. Do you guys have those anywhere besides Arizona? I, I've seen a QT. I don't. Yeah, I don't. They're have... like the nice gas stations yeah. in Arizona where like they have like the safe place signs everywhere. Uh-huh. Like if you feel dangerous, you go there and they'll protect you. <laughs> um, quick trips. They have something in their slushies. They're, they're called rooster boosters. And they're like this super tasty tart red slushy thing. Uh-huh like energy drink type yeah. situation all the time. Fruity Doos, Rooster Boosters. I was like living that life. Which, by the way, I got into my car and Kyle had gone to Home Depot to uh-huh. go get some stuff. And there's my soda can, which obviously I need to take out from here. That's an <laughs> elderberry flower yeah. soda can. And then there's a monster pink, yeah. whatever, that Kyle had gotten. And this morning I lifted it up whenever he was saying goodbye to me. I was like... Or yesterday, I was like, hey, I'm this. And he was like, I mean, don't make a big deal of it. I'm like, I will make a big deal out of this. Why did you get this? Yeah. And now, especially after today, I'm like, stop. Yeah. Even though it's not yellow five. Send him that rainbow of risk and show him what is in all that stuff. Which, by the way, I encourage everyone, like, it's 68 pages. We're not going to go through it. No. For every study. That's why I just did the synopsis. Like, it's Mm -hmm. free. Download it. Go to this website. They have so many ways that you can be educating yourself and then also trying to fight for better legislation. Yes. If it is something that you want to fight for. Yeah. And if we, CSPI. If we haven't convinced you yet, um, we're probably not going to convince you one, but two, um, I think to like a party, like I was saying with Dietrich, he'll go get a mm-hmm. cupcake and then we'll have this die. So, there are other options for dyeing. Yeah, what do show, we do? What do we do, John? Like, look at this. Those are all natural food dyes that those people used. I'm showing yeah. her a picture of Which, royal icinged cookies right now. Yeah. Side note, most of the things that will be used for natural food dyes are all phytochemicals, uh-huh. which are all things that we love. So if you think about it from like a health sense or a health like perspective, Phytochemicals are all the things that are actually doing good things for our bodies. And so if we're using those to dye our foods, then we're actually getting health benefits whenever we're dyeing our foods versus all those things. And so John is going to tell us what we can actually do because those colors were beautiful and not looking fake at all. Yes. They looked real. So all sorts of stuff. But I'll go through the colors that you can get from just food sources. Mm -hmm. So pink, you can do strawberries or raspberries. Perfect. Red, beets or tomatoes. Orange, carrots, paprika, sweet potato. Mm-hmm. 
yellow, saffron if you're a witch. <laughs> or saffron if you have a million dollars. What is a Stassi, the witches of WeHo? Witches Sta- of WeHo. Yes, mm-hmm. Stassi and Katie. Yes. So and uh, clearly they're using Kristen. saffron. Yes. Saffron or turmeric. Um, green. Turmeric is going to be the cheaper option of those. For sure. <laughs> and it does have a strong flavor, but it's so yeah. bright. Like if you even stir something, I use turmeric in my bone broth or everything, mm-hmm. but it, just stirring with a wooden spoon, it's died forever. Yes. Much. Side note, if you're using turmeric for your food coloring and you want the health benefits of it. Black pepper. You're so on top of it. I am. Um, but it doesn't have to be in the food coloring, just pairing it like with, with whatever something. you're eating. Or if it's like, so say if it's a macaroon that you're mm-hmm. using to diet, just in the meal. Have some black pepper somewhere. Black pepper Part and then you me, eat the macaroon. That just kind of, I feel like I was just inspired to make some sort of a savory cake with turmeric. Yeah, um, that would be delightful. Frosting. Ooh, okay, you and I challenge. This is the challenge that I'm setting for us on this podcast so we're being held accountable we're going to do a natural food dye, savory, or <laughs> desserty option um, that we can share with them. Yes, that would be awesome. It'll be Halloween-y. Ooh, that'd be perfect. Turmeric. Yeah. Um, green matcha or spinach. Yeah. Blue, red cabbage, which I thought was interesting. It's red cabbage and yeah. baking soda. Makes a blue dye. Interesting. And you could also use spirulina. I'm pretty sure it's blue. Oh, cool. The algae. Uh-huh. Or it's not algae. It's but algae. It, it is. It's it's like algae. Um, and then purple is blueberries or purple sweet potatoes. Brown coffee, tea, cocoa, which is obvious. Clear. Um, black activated charcoal or squid ink. Which remember that if you use activated charcoal, you're stripping stuff. You're stripping stuff. But the thing I was thinking is, is it would be such a small amount that would get you your desired color mm-hmm. because it's so black. Yeah. So it, you'd probably be okay for that. Um, and then and a lot it's of those just things. just for like the once in a while. It's right. not like you're having it every day. Right. That's also fine. And a lot of those things are, they do have flavors to them, but you're using such a little bit because it's mm-hmm. so concentrated. That, I mean, if um, you, like what you were saying, like if you've used turmeric at all and you use a wooden spoon, even the smallest amount or like a plastic white spoon. It'll dye it forever. It will dye it for like super small amounts. So, mm-hmm. yes. And if you feel too lazy to, which is okay, to um, make your own with um, like natural ingredients. Like, let's see. Adding strawberry powder is too probably too much unless you got like dried strawberries, ground them. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't, that'd be super tart, but it'd probably be delicious. You can buy natural food dyes. Yeah. They're expensive. Um, So I was thinking back to like, what do I do with food dye, which is not much. I don't dye a ton of things because it does take extra time. Mm -hmm. But Easter. Yeah. With Dietrich, I'll do Easter eggs. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I buy the not organic, cheapest white eggs I can find. We dye them with regular old food dye and we throw them away. That's what I feel like even growing up. We never ate the eggs. We did. We, we would, did keep them, but it, once I saw the color of them, because of the visual aspect, mm-hmm. like most of us couldn't like eat. We them. would make egg salad or um, deviled eggs, like that right the same day, and eat them with Easter dinner. Yeah. Um. But now I don't do that. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. Like that still allows like Dietrich to experience the yeah. like. You can go to the dollar store, get some white eggs. Also, while you're there, get some egg dye. Yeah. In the dollar store, it's $2. Dye your yes. eggs and 
throw them out. Which those are the ones that, because they're not, like, for specific, like, food consumption, they're still, like, those seven. But I think there's a couple extras that you can use right. for food dye. And anybody who's a- that dyed sense. Easter eggs knows that the actual egg gets dyed, too, oh, a yeah. lot of the time. Like, that's you peel why, it and it's dyed. That's why I couldn't eat yep. them. Those are options for you all. And that was probably a lot, but it's easy to Google it, too. So that was just, like, hitting on some, like, there are options in yeah. our regular food that we put in our bodies that you can use. And it's not even that hard. Like, turmeric so easy to get like a really pretty yellow color without it even tasting like turmeric. Yeah. You know, like and a it should cream. be in your pantry anyways. You exactly. know, like it needs to be in your pantry and you don't need. Exactly. Okay. Well, if we didn't convince you, I hope we at least started a conversation in your yeah. life for trying to cut out food dyes. Even though it's, like, fun, like, oh, I want this super crazy colored drink or the crazy colored dessert, maybe don't. Well, also, I think that this conversation sparks other countries are able to provide the same exact product without the food without dye. The food dye without yeah. the synthetic food dye. And yeah. it tastes the same. Mm-hmm. So I think it's more, if this is something that you feel convicted about and it's passionate about, you need to petition our food regulators to do something to about do it. something because yeah. the 2008 like this rainbow of risk was released in 2008 and the FDA did nothing about it. That's 11 years ago, 10 years ago, 10 years ago. Nothing about yeah. it. Yeah. 10 years ago. And so all the same seven are still allowed to be used in today's industry because it's recognizes generally recognizes safe. And that is because what, whenever I was listening, like, the mice and rat studies, whenever it said there wasn't a good study or there wasn't There's a sufficient amount of studies. There's not studies that have been funded to do exactly. the right so research. as of right now, it is generally recognized as safe, which is grass. So if mm-hmm. anyone is ever like, well, looking at something like the FDA is looking at, does it fit with under the regulations of grass? Right. Is it generally recognized as safe? Yes, all those are generally recognized as safe. It's just based crazy. on the studies that have been done. And yellow five I'm outside thinking, of like, yellow five, which doesn't make any sense why it's still available. It doesn't. Six out of eleven studies showing like genotoxicity and hypersensitivity in children, and that's where the majority of the yellow five is probably being marketed is to children. But if you think about it, it took kids in the fifties to get incredibly sick or die from popcorn. In order for stuff to be done. So, like, what is it going to take for now? Right. You know? Aaron's yelling at me to stay on the mic while I'm Googling. (laughs) I'm just thinking, like, it's in so much stuff. And so many people that I know still and love, because they think I'm crazy, will, like, stop and get a soda. And it's not me just being, like, hyper vigilant. It's actually, like, there's studies. Yeah. Proven that these things are linked to potentially serious health side effects that are unneeded. Yeah. Like you actually could be drinking. Well, there's probably a plethora of other terrible ingredients in the sodas that we have. Mm -hmm. But there are natural soda options that are probably less bad. Yeah. That just aren't the color red. Yeah. Like they're not code red, but they taste like that. Like it's crazy to me. Well, I mean that we're risking this just for that, or even like the popcorn in the fifties. What you were yeah. talking about? 
It's the same as us needing our apples, our tomatoes, or whatever to be available all year round or looking mm-hmm. perfect. Like we as consumers aren't okay with buying an apple that is imperfect or buying a tomato in the season that it's supposed to be right. grown. And so it's us as consumers that mm-hmm. are demanding this right. and then like companies or whatever, they're only going to be thinking about the cheapest option. So obviously a synthetic version of something is going to be incredibly more cheap and always consistent versus like a natural option. And so us as consumers are the driving force of companies always providing this because that's what we want and that's how they're going to make money. If we become like okay with something not being perfect or only eating within season or eating something that isn't maybe like the vibrant color that it needs to be, like an orange, it's okay if it's like a little little bit dull. Right. We don't need to have that yellow added to it just to make it like pretty or the orange or whatever it was. Like we don't need that. It's us as consumers being demanding. Right. That we're creating this issue, and I think that we need to reevaluate what's important to us, like what you were saying, mm-hmm. and then also that will change. And if you want a pretty pink cake, use raspberries or strawberries, yeah, and make a pretty pink whole food cake, yeah, or don't eat buy the, cake. the natural version of it to dip if you don't want to take the like energy to use strawberries or raspberries like other alternatives exist and hopefully if enough of us are choosing the alternative it will become cheaper exactly you know and if you have kids this is especially important for you especially important because their developing bodies just don't need and with how intense add and adhd are in our culture and Mm -hmm. the medicating of it yeah avoiding this is I mean, this is one step towards finding other alternatives to potential medication. Exactly. And I think that it's incredibly important to be conscious of it and then also just choosing better. Exactly. Choose better. Choose better. and Take control. Take control of what you want and... It doesn't have to mean that your child doesn't experience childhood. I think that the, a lot of people, whenever they hear that, yeah. means that, like, your kid doesn't get to experience it. Ellis, I don't keep him from anything. Yeah. Like, I want him to eat. If someone, like, especially whenever we're out somewhere, like, I've made it a point, like, whenever we were home um, in New Mexico, my sisters gave him homemade cinnamon rolls and yep. gave him whatever. And I'm like, give him that bond with him allow him to have those things i want him to be able to understand balance and have those things but that doesn't mean i have to give him candy yeah that doesn't mean i have to give him those you're gonna have so much candy around yeah so maybe if you are like single and thriving in the world and you're like maybe i'll buy that halloween candy bag just walk a couple more aisles spend the same unfortunately amount of money on a smaller but your body loves you more natural version yeah. of whatever you're wanting and you're avoiding all yep. the potential risks that are coming with it. And you're also caring for the children in your neighborhood and caring for the yeah. children around you. Well, I was thinking if like you, you buy a candy bag for yourself. Well, I mean for yourself, <laughs> but I was saying like a step further that if you give out candy, you're also caring about the like children that you mm-hmm. are giving the candy to. 
Totally. That you're willing to spend the extra couple dollars to be able to ensure that that child maybe isn't getting that, just that, that push of yellow five that's causing them to be sensitive. 40 or whatever it is. Yeah. I don't know. It's something to think about. Something to think about. We want to hear your thoughts on it too. Yes. So message us, let us know. We Mm -hmm. obviously have something now that if you disagree with us, we'll talk about it here. Yeah. I'm like. (laughs) I'm going to be bold enough to say I will not include food dye in the 80-20. I think anything no. that has food dye in it should be zero. Yeah. Um, and on that note, you please can, if you love us, subscribe to us. Subscribe. Um, subscribe to Yep, I Did That on iTunes, wherever you're listening to this podcast. It helps us out, helps us keep going. Um, leave us a review. Tell your friends please, about please. us. Send them our way. Yeah. And if there's something that we haven't tried or haven't talked about yet that you are dying to hear about, let us know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anything fun that you're doing? Well, probably going to Logan's show tomorrow. We're going to Logan's show, obviously. <laughs> so that's pretty much it. That's what's on the horizon. By the way, if you don't know who we're talking about, Logan Henderson, look him up. His new single, Pull Me Deep, is fantastic. It's that's who we're going to see. And that's who Kyle plays for. Bedroom pop? Bedroom pop. So it's like sultry if you need like another song to add to that playlist. Yeah. Um, Logan's your guy. Our friend Pat has. He's got you covered. Has. uh, Or uncovered. Oh, shoot. What is it called? (laughs) Oh, man. er, Pat has a playlist on Spotify that he has shared with us. And it's all like. 90s R&B and 2000s R&B of like what you would get like down to. And Logan fits in that genre. Totally. Pull Me Deep. I mean, Pull Me Deep is a little bit more like a little bit more up deep, upbeat, but like up deep, up deep. Um, but Stacey, you're in the genre. Pull Me Deep. I mean, <laughs> wait, genre bedroom pop. And your title is Pull Me Deep. There are a lot of things that I'm thinking right now. Um, I think that he's in the genre of pop, but it. Uh, fits in. I think that he one day said that he likes the genre of bedroom pop, and I think he fits into that idea okay. of it. Well, if you follow him um, on Instagram, the way he talks, he has a southern accent, and he, he does. talks like this all the time. He's hey, he has girl, a very sultry. Going? It's very Ryan uh, Gosling, Matthew feel, McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey vibe, but with like pop. With pop music. Come, come. That's what we're doing for fun. Both of us. Wow, I'm just throwing things. John is throwing things now. It's fine. (laughs) Uh, That's the only thing that we have going on. But other than that, you know, um, we're going to be doing something fun next week potentially. But we will talk about that in coming episodes. Get excited. Also, one last thing that we have to talk about. We got shirts. We got shirts. They're (gasps) awesome. Yep, I did that shirts. And. That our thing is, is like, yep, I did that is so funny because we probably did that. So if you want an awesome, yep, I did yes. that shirt, because let's face it, you did that. Yeah, for sure. Whatever did it. it is, you did it. You did it. You did it. Check out our Instagram. We'll have info on how to buy it. Yes. You can see the design. They're super amazing. Our graphic designer friend, Aww. Becca, who we love so we much love and so done all our branding, has made some beautiful shirts for you. Yes. So, Hop on to our Instagrams. You can see them and figure out how to buy them. Yes. Wear it. Yes. Love wear it. it proudly. 
Yes, because you did it. Because you did it. <laughs> you did it. We you all wore did the it. shirt and you did it. Exactly. All you right. got up today. You chose good for yourself. You did it. You did it. You ate the rainbow and you not ate the, the rainbow risky one. and not the risky one. Exactly. Boom. Okay. Okay. On, on that, that note, note, we love you guys. Bye. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. That was a great cheers noise. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>